we're back. Oh, we are. We are. <laughs> In one way, shape, or form, we've all managed to gather again online to continue this adventure, and here we are. I have uploaded myself to the cloud for everyone's benefit. <laughs> uh, thank you all for being here again. Uh, we are once again doing uh, one of our online remote recordings, uh, so we will sound a little bit different, and that's fine. It's a-okay because the adventure must uh, continue, right? It must. It must go on. So we are planning to continue this way as long as the... You know, what should we call these episodes? The quarantine episodes? There you go. Have a catchy yep, yeah. name for it? Yeah, something like that. So D &D we'll have a distancing. bunch of these. What's that? D&D &D distancing or something? <laughs> yeah, D&D &D at a distance. It's like the vault recordings, right? It's just like the quarantine files. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the quarantine yeah. files, I like the that. quarantine files, yeah. So we'll have a whole section of this season that's uh, probably quarantine. Maybe the whole season will finish in quarantine. We don't know what's going to happen, but we want to do our best to uh, make sure that uh, all of our friends and neighbors are safe, and we're doing our part by staying home and keeping our distance and uh, means that we have to play online, and that's just fine by me, at least for the time being, right? Yeah. And to anybody out there, really kind of, since we use Roll20, and they're uh, such a good product at times, there's a lot of uh, people starting campaigns. So if, if you guys, if you're out there and you want to join a campaign, there's a lot of people who are, who are starting campaigns right now online. So if you want to kind of get some practice or just learn or, or just if you're experienced, definitely go out there and this is the time to do it. Yeah, yeah, this is a good time to do it. People are going to be stuck at home and looking for something to do, and I can't think of anything better to do than uh, play D&D &D with a group of people. So uh, highly recommended, A++++ as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> um, so we, uh, we're, we're using Zoom. I mean, you can totally play online through Roll20. I mean, you have a webcam, you have audio. Have yeah. Um, so it's, it's fantastic for that. We're using zoom because it, uh, allows us to have separate recordings for each participant, which, uh, is helpful in the post-production. Um, so, and, uh, and you get to see my house <laughs> and I get to see, uh, a house. <laughs> it's a real uh, tavern. We're it all is. having fun it's with zoom backgrounds, yeah. except for me. Uh, I had to shut it down because of the corner. Yeah. Right, right, right. <laughs> Take out purely. That's why there's no one here. Yeah. Yeah. So get that green screen order, Jerry. Yeah, I got to get a green screen. It's uh, not surprising that green screens are hard to come by nowadays because everyone's on Zoom having fun with backgrounds. But uh, someday I will be there. And oh my gosh, I'm going to have like tons and tons of backgrounds. I'll have to switch them up like 30 times an episode just to, so that mm -hmm. I can get to use them all. But uh, it's well, that one that I don't know who posted it on the eBay one. That's the one that I bought. I mean, the was, one that I sent, yeah. Yeah. And I got, oh, it, in, I got it in like two it. days. Yep. Two days. Wow. Yeah. I mean, it was super fast eBay shipping. That's crazy. Yeah, that is super fast. Well, yeah, I'll have I to give that a message. shot. I just hacked mine together with some old drapes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I was hoping to get my uh, my wife to rummage through her uh, 
surplus cloth, uh, which we have a lot of. And uh, I think I spotted some that might work, but she's too busy doing other things right now to help me out. Um, so maybe I'll have to take another look and see if I can rig something up, but, uh, it's fun. Learn, learn to sew, Jerry. I could learn to sew. Uh, that's what she's been doing is sewing and, uh, you know, quarantine I'm, skills, quarantine skills. Good. We're going yeah, everybody to, has to have a skill that's needed. Everybody's <laughs> oh, baking God. now. Right. Uh, oh yeah. I hope DM yeah. skills are, you know, in short supply <laughs> and <the laughs> apocalyptic future. Not that I'm very good at that either. <laughs> I don't it's, remember seeing any uh, polyhedral right. dice in Mad Max. <laughs> no, I'm just no. going to say that. Oh, uh, you never know. You never know. Well, but you know, storytelling, that's, that's important. That's right. That's if you think about Someone, the, the postman, um, if you remember that, he was oh, recounting. I didn't see that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah he was doing the Star Wars story and acting all the, all the bits out. Yeah, that's true. I remember that the... Uh, Capital was in Minneapolis, was in the Metrodome, and Ringo Starr was the president. <laughs> uh, so that can't be true because the Metrodome doesn't exist anymore. So oh. it's an alternate, you know, yeah. it's an alternate universe. Yes. I heard uh, something on the radio the other day. They had uh, done some study, and maybe I mentioned this before actually, but they'd done a study that said that uh, that women find men with good storytelling skills more attractive and better mates. So you can keep telling yourself that, Jerry. That's what I, yeah, I looked at my wife and I'm like, uh-huh, uh-huh, right? <laughs> <laughs> and she just shook her head like, no. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah, I think, uh, I think I lucked out. And... So happy. She took the bait. She took the bait. <laughs> <laughs> trying to remember what stories I used to tell back in the day when uh, we started dating, but, uh, um speaking of stories yeah yeah let's tell one let's tell a story so uh episode seven that's where we're at uh episode six it was kind of like we should have just like had a 15 minute episode because craig R like double critted this poor poor were rat we're gonna stop making him feel guilty for doing his job yeah, yeah that's, that's true that's, that's true right. that's right yeah. i mean but he basically nice. was sleeping popped up <laughs> And then I just went out and just comes out of dead sleep. Stop. Or wake up, Craigar. Yeah, you don't want to. <laughs> you don't want to get that guy surprised. Uh, but uh, so you guys managed to do that, and let's uh, before we go into Alar's wonderful recap of those events. Uh, just want to thank all of you out there who have supported this podcast, who keep listening to this podcast, not only the Patreon supporters, but everyone else who is out there listening. We hope you stay well and healthy through this pandemic. And uh, uh, also, uh, you know, we should give a special shout out to our Patreon supporters for continuing to pay us money when there are probably many, many better things to spend your money on. I mean, nah. even if you have a delivery driver, I mean, give them that extra five bucks because they're out there risking themselves to bring you food. So don't worry about us, uh, you know, but if you feel compelled uh, to uh, support us uh, during this time, I mean, I'm not going to stop you. I'm just saying, you know, let's, uh, let's focus on what's important for a while and you uh, take care of what you need to take care of. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll get back to a time where, you know, five bucks to support a bunch of uh, weirdos uh, sitting in a basement 
uh, telling <laughs> stories seems like a good idea. In, in their respective basements. Yeah, we'll be in Where our respective, respective basements. But I think everybody is in their basement, right? I am in my basement. Yeah, I'm in my basement. <laughs> Absolutely. Where else would you be? So my wife wanted to make sure that I called that out. Like, where's everyone coming from this week? And I'm like, I'm pretty sure we're probably all in our basements like normal people. Um, but who knows? But everyone is. We all yeah, that's are. That's where we are. Yep. Nice. So that's where we're at. That one's for my wife. So she'll get off my back about that. And now, Alar. The saga of Alar and his allies found them lying in wait in a warehouse, ready to catch a saboteur in action. The were rat that emerged was quickly slain by Kragar. He bore a tattoo of the Dark, Dark Run Syndicate. What motives could this mafia have to stop boat building? Perhaps we'll find out tonight on Dungeon Patrol. Nice. Nice. Nicely done. Uh, <laughs> Your eyes there at the end. Uh -huh. that was, that's yeah. what really sold it. Yeah, thank you. The crazy eyes. Uh, I have to say, this is the best part of it, is staring directly in everyone's faces while this is happening is so much better. But um, anyway, thank you, Alar, for that wonderful recap. And that's where you guys are at. You find yourself uh, on the jetty, uh, walking back towards the, uh, the main workshop building. Uh, Freya has thanked you, um, maybe recommended that you talk to Haydn if he you know, had questions about the Dark Run Syndicate. Uh, and she also told you that maybe found some glass for you that might work for Arvik. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What about this breakfast that we were promised? <laughs> it's all about the breakfast. So she takes you back to the workshop and uh, walks you in, uh, gets you uh, some food. There's uh, some hard bread and bowls of some lumpy porridge. Uh, maybe you want to check to make sure there's no uh, you know, human leg meat in there. But uh, yeah. no, it looks just like... Uh, regular porridge with some uh, lumps of uh, some unknown substance in there. It looks like it's mm. just been reheated and... We've eaten um, worse. Yeah. Trigger is unconcerned. <laughs> unconcerned. <laughs> Not my first bit of human that I've eaten. Um, so... Well, there's were-rat on the menu this morning. <laughs> oh. Uh, Got the back straps, right? <laughs> were-rat bacon. I don't know what you're missing. Uh, so, so you guys uh, uh, eat up and you're, you know, feel much better getting a warm meal in you uh, after a long night of staying awake and having a, this fight with the were-rat. And Freya approaches you again and reminds you that, yes, one of her scavenger crews uh, found an atrium and... Uh, a manor house uh, that's not too far away that uh, was still intact. Um, and she uh, says that she'd be happy to introduce you to the leader of that crew that found it. Lead on, Freya. All right. So she walks you over to another side. There's another group of... Uh, uh, older looking pirates sitting around a makeshift table eating the same meal of rough bread and lumpy porridge that you had. 
and Freya motions to them, and a broad-shouldered man with a long mane of white hair and a very weather-beaten face walks stiffly towards you. He stops in front of you and crosses his gnarled arms, giving you a brief nod that somehow serves as both a greeting and a question. Freya says, This is Sten Oldhammer, leader of the crew that found the atrium. He can help you from here. Again, thank you for your aid, strangers. And tell Arvik hello from me. So this uh, uh, person standing in front of you, very gnarled, uh, older pirate gentleman, uh, just kind of staring at you with the crossed arms, obviously a very gruff character. It is nice to meet you, Mr. Hammer. Please, we are in search of some glass for a greenhouse to ensure that food is a plenty in Vatergan. Can you assist us with our quest? Uh, he looks at you and he kind of grunts sourly and he begins to recite a tale that's obviously meant to forestall further questions. He's a very gruff man, like I said, and it's probably he hasn't spoken this much in decades. He says they stripped some wooden planks from a garden shed on the property that uh, in question before making their way into the house proper. Uh, looked like there had been some damage in some of the rooms, a little bit of a fire. Uh, looks like uh, one of the, the barons, uh, trebuchet, uh, uh, boulders had made its way through and crashed through the stairway. Um, so they didn't make it upstairs uh, to take a closer look at the atrium, but it looked intact from the first floor. Uh, and he was pretty sure that, uh, that you know, there were no cracks or anything because it was uh, sleeting very heavily that day. And uh, it made this noise that was very peculiar to their ears because, you know, I mean, nobody has a, a roof, you know, from where they're from made of glass. Um, but they didn't, manage, they didn't go upstairs. I mean, most of them are, are older and, and the stair, stairway was uh, sort of caved in from a boulder or something that came through the wall. Um, but he thinks that uh, the glass would be fine for a greenhouse. Well, my friend Brokos here is very scampery. You crawl up things a lot, don't you, Brokos? <laughs> scampery. Yeah, I mean, if that's all you need me for. <laughs> I didn't think oh, we don't to be Brokos. retrieving the glass ourselves. It's unfortunate. Yes, uh, I, was, I was told that, so we have to get the glass. Uh, I guess. Uh, Stan doesn't know anything about that. He just shrugs. I don't know who else would get the glass. It's not like they're going to send somebody else to help Arvik. I mean, I'm, I'm not really sure why we helped out. Helped out uh, Freya? For her to give us the next little breadcrumb in the trail, Kragar. Yeah, yeah. Yes, I suppose I could, I could get the glass. Okay. Come on, Craig Gar. It's not like that required all that much effort from you. <laughs> well, that's true. <laughs> Reflex. Rest and breakfast. I, I, I pretty much just lay in a boat all night, so. <laughs> I've killed for less. Yeah. Craig Gar wasn't even awake. That was sleeping, Craig Gar. 
so Stan, uh, kind of, you know, uh, you know, he's willing to draw you a map of the place if you guys need it and he can point it out. So he shambles back over to the table, paws through a pile of papers, boat drawings, inventory lists, and other scraps discarded by the builders. He grabs a narrow piece of charcoal with his crooked fingers and begins to sketch out a crude map on the back of a piece of used parchment. Uh, he turns to you slowly, holds it out to you, uh, clearly intent on returning to his quiet meal. Um, and uh, you guys can look at the map and based on your knowledge of the city uh, uh, Triss and Kragar you obviously are from here so you have a little better knowledge of how the city is laid out but uh, um, your time at the Flossdale Manor uh, you know and getting kind of a better map of the city uh, you you recognize where this is or where it should be based on Sten's drawing so you feel comfortable moving forward. Which part of town is it in? Uh, it's kind of on the border of um, Bleakstone and Horncliffe. So Horncliffe is the fancier part. So everybody that lives there uh, obviously wants it to be considered, you know, Horncliffe. Um, and uh, so they... So like know, around here? Yeah. Yep, there's kind of like a hill there, and you know, other people would recognize that at the bottom of the hill, you've pretty I mean, we've much been running mainly in this area, right? Yeah, you're kind of uh, north of there now, um, like on the coast. Yeah, um, and uh, so here, <laughs> he, uh, we should uh, recognize that he's using a map of the city as his background and just kind of pointing by his head. It off. works. <laughs> Like a does. Now. You are like a weatherman now. Uh, <laughs> the cold front coming in. Alar's <laughs> uh, next job. <laughs> oh, they'll love it. The Accu Alar forecast. Oh, so. nice. <laughs> uh, so you, uh, yes, you a little bit farther south along this outer road, and you probably would be able to find this place based on the description that Sten gave you. Uh, he did mention that it had a very kind of ornately carved uh, entrance um, and, um, you know, a lot of these houses are smaller, but they're really trying hard to look like the huge mansions farther up the hill. Um, so he, uh, he points you in the right direction and goes back to his meal. And as you guys exit the workshop... Um, you find a that Freya has left you a wooden hand cart with large spoked wheels presumably for ease of transporting this glass wow we have a hand cart now we have a we're really doing well <laughs> we, could up. we could get a wagon yeah someday you might, you might work your way up to a wagon um, so this place is called the Stakeworth Manor and on the border of Horncliffe and Bleakstone, as I mentioned, or as Sten mentioned. And, uh, yeah, you guys can head out if you want, or you can try to talk to someone else. Your call. It's been a while since we've had a rest, though, huh? Steak home? Yeah, we, Steakworth. we didn't actually sleep last night. Oh, that's a good point. That's 
Speak for yourselves. <laughs> <laughs> I had some night terrors of a Kragar yeah. <laughs> rapier through some kind of body. Yeah. I just woke up with him stabbing somebody. Don't know how that happened, but. Oh, that wasn't a dream? <laughs> It was over so fast, it could have been a dream. So, Well, we can push on for the day and perhaps rest tonight. Yeah, we can try that. Uh, so is that what you guys are going to do? Grab the cart sure. and go? All right. So it's kind of a, you know, another misty, cold day. Uh, sort of turns, starts to turn to sleet as you guys make your way up the hill towards the upper end of Bleakstone. Um, and uh, uh, eventually you arrive uh, at this, this area that's been marked on this map. And it is, it's a lot of impressive knockoffs of the larger estates up the hill. But obviously, since you've been in some of those already, you know that these are just kind of, you know, miniatures or, you know, poor replicas of what you've already seen, but they're trying really hard to mimic some of the same styles and things like that in a smaller form factor. And they're all kind of packed together um, and uh, not really all of the, you know, green space that you would find. Let me see if I can put you on the map. I'll assume that... Tris is pushing the cart so I can scout ahead. Uh, sure. I'm not pushing the cart. <laughs> Maybe no. Not. I might ride in the cart. <laughs> You're going to ride in the cart like a princess? What the hell? No. No, that's your last character, not the one. Sorry, you're the muscles. <laughs> yeah, you're the muscles. <laughs> you're the strongest one here. Uh, are, uh, am I really? Are you sure? I'm not that strong. Well, I am very strong, Tris. <laughs> well, how strong are you? Uh, I, actually, I, I have a 10. Of, I'm not strong at all. On a scale of 3 to 18. <laughs> <laughs> Where would you rate yourself? It's <laughs> uh, <laughs> a question you hear often, I mean, I'm sure. If you guys need me to, I can turn into a mule and I can pull you guys. <laughs> Wow, the indignity just does not stop. I don't know. <laughs> I think we turn into a rat and shove them in a hole. <laughs> turn them into a donkey, make them pull your cart. Well, maybe once it is loaded with the glass, then perhaps. Oh yeah, <laughs> it sounds better now. Um, so actually. I will. I'll pull the empty cart. Okay, so you're pulling the cart and you're in the lead. Uh, well, I, what I was thinking is I would be scouting ahead, but it looks like you've already got us there. So, Yeah, you're pretty much there. Um, so as you can see, you're, you're kind of, you know, they're situated along this uh, road and in between a couple of houses, but, you know, the map was fairly clear. You believe on your left, uh, I'll make a little mark on your map there if you can see that. Um, that kind of entryway seems to be you know, sort of the excessively ornate kind of stone carved work out front, um, you know, trying really hard uh, to uh, mimic some of the, the fancy places up on the hill. And uh, you believe that is the main entrance to the property. And Stan told you 
you know, basically you'd walk in and you'd be through, you know, into the atrium. Um, and, uh, the stairway is kind of the only major feature in the atrium. It's just supposed to be impressive and well lit with all this light streaming in. Uh, and so, uh, you guys can do what you want. So is the door hanging open? Uh, it's not hanging open, no. If you'd like, I can go check it out. All right. You're going to stealth ahead? Me. Yes, I will stealth ahead to the door. Okay. Why don't you roll your stealth check? That'll be a 19. Nice. So you stealth ahead, and I'll let you move your pawn as far as you want to go. Okay, so I, I was it this building here? Uh, yep. And where's the door? Uh, basically under this little roof here. Okay, and so this is a you said a two story building. Yes. Okay. All right, I will sneak up to the door and I will check it. All right, so you sneak up to the door. Uh, it doesn't appear lot to be locked. Um, but you don't know if... I'll listen with a okay. 22. 22. So you can sort of hear, you know, the, the noise that Sten described, kind of a tinkling noise of, you know, coming through the door. Um, like which to them was very unusual because, you know... Is it sleeting or raining right now? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh. Really? Okay. I like how you looked up. <laughs> it's raining? <laughs> you caught me by surprise. <laughs> uh, so that means you need to stab the rain and kill it. Sneak attack rain. Right. Sneak attack I, the I rain. Will, I'll check the door and see if it is uh, unlocked. It and is. If it is, it is unlocked, I will quietly open it up and peer inside. All right. So you open up the door and uh, you see that it's dark inside, um, but light is coming in from somewhere up ahead, not too far uh, ahead of you. Um, sort of a diffused light is entering uh, your view. Uh, but you can smell, you know, sort of the aftermath of a fire, burnt wood, uh, maybe some dampness. Uh, some of the windows on the outside are broken and, you know, obviously rain and stuff has gotten inside. So it smells sort of like the, uh, you know, like a uh, wet campfire smell. Um, and there's this hallway ahead of you. At the end, you see this diffused light and you can definitely hear that uh, tinkling sound coming up ahead. I will sneak in. All right. So you make your way further into the Stakeworth Manor. And overhead, as you walk into the next room out of the hallway, you can see that the light is definitely coming from up above. And as you look up, you see a glass ceiling, uh, which is, you know, again, very impressive. Two stories up, uh, the whole ceiling is glass. You can hear the rain and sleet hitting it, making kind of this uh, unusual noise. 
And off to your right, uh, you see a large staircase going up to the second story. And it does indeed look like it was hit maybe by like a flaming something, you know, started a fire. But most of the building is uh, stone, you know, so it didn't uh, all go up. But the staircase itself has uh, is missing a couple of steps partway through uh, where the boulder or whatever hit it crashed through. Um, so it's was once, you know, kind of an impressive centerpiece of the space is now sort of blackened and crumbling. Okay, but is the is the first floor just open? Uh yeah. Um this would be your sort of entryway for guests. Um so they walk in, they maybe get their uh cloaks and things taken from them and and uh hung up and then you walk into this space which is just supposed to be, you know, impressive. Um, sort of a, you know, well, like an, like an atrium gathering place and where they would be uh, ushered off into one of the adjoining rooms. Um, but yeah. I'll motion, motion the others to, to move up and I will start creeping up the stairs. All right. So you're motioning to your colleagues here and they are moving up. Alar yes. Brokos, how far so are you going up? Map, or are we just looking at this one? Uh, there is another map. Okay. It just depends on what you guys want to do from here. Alar, is that a human body hanging from the above you there? I don't know what chains? you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> or is it just a ragged flag that looks like it? This is a, a shadows can be deceiving. Post rebellion city <laughs> under siege, you know, dystopia. So <laughs> roll with it, Brokos. Deal with it or die. <laughs> Use your imagination. <laughs> so uh, not on my map, which I was confused. No, I'm like, oh my god, you, you guys can see the body. Well, that I there might be. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Fine, I'll go background. Photoshop it for you know sensitive <laughs> souls like yourself. Uh, the Zoom backgrounds, uh, too much fun. Um, so, you guys are all going in or staying out, or what are you doing? Yes, we're going in. Going in. Yes, I'm sneaking up the stairs. Oh, you're going up the stairs. Okay, so the stairs are going to be a problem. So I'm talking about these stairs here. Mm-hmm. You see that on your map, the ones that are damaged. So uh, okay. you think that if you... Um, oh, that's the, is that the inside of the building? Yeah, that's mm-hmm. the inside. Uh, Sorry. Okay. I didn't piece that together. Yeah, well, I could have explained so it or a little better. Yeah, there there are a few stairs missing. You would have to, you know, you you could probably climb up using. I have a, a perhaps an idea here, or jump it, or something. But it's probably going to take. I could turn into a monkey and climb up and get the glass. <laughs> See, I, I knew you had serious. scampery in you. Because I'm sure my strength could handle I mean, an ape could handle glass and climbing. Correct. Uh, yeah, perhaps. All right, then. I will climb and turn into a monkey. Oh, my God. He's <laughs> <laughs> got a monkey background now. <laughs> uh, no. Wow. 
Wow. <laughs> and you picked the, the dorkiest looking monkey that there is. I thought for a second it was like a childhood photo. <laughs> <laughs> And I will, uh, this fits Brokos very well. Um, <laughs> you will. have the same look on your face, which is just amazing. <laughs> I will, the resemblance uh, is uncanny. I will turn into said ape and uh, <sighs> monkey my way up there. Okay, so you're going to climb up the stairs. Yeah. I mean, and- I assume that I've seen an ape through the zoos here or whatnot. <laughs> Um, the zoos. <laughs> well, the the trade, right? Ladrigan Municipal, right? Yeah, yeah. So I, I I'm I'm a little slow today. So I'm looking at the map now. I helped when I kind of zoomed a bit. So is all of this like this whole bottom and bottom right one big building? Uh, yes, it is one big building. Okay. Um, I was thinking all that to the right was like some sort of plaza, but I see now it's all like a building. So, yeah, this is this is all one mansion or manor or whatever. Um, it's maybe a little smaller than some some of the others that you've seen. Um, but this is kind of the front entryway, uh, the main entrance to the place, and so. Uh, that's what I was going to say. I mean, you can certainly are welcome to explore the rest of the building if you wanted to, or yeah, if you just want to go directly for the glass. Well, yeah. So, Brokos, perhaps we should check out the first floor first before we begin. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> He's already monkified. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I mean. And I'll just point up at the glass. Yeah, you you only have an hour of this uh, well, monkey. I, yeah, hour. Hour only. Okay. Yeah, I mean it's a lot. It's a <laughs> decent amount. Um, so everyone has entered the atrium space now. Yes. Um, and uh, there's some question about whether you go for the glass right away or explore the rest of the that. I can explore. Uh, I can manner. explore as a monkey. Yeah, I, I, now that I kind of get a sense of how big this place is, I don't want to get ambushed while we're working on glass so yeah the room that we're in with the stairs is that pretty much empty then um yeah it's pretty much empty it's just supposed to be uh you know the main feature is the stairway and the glass ceiling basically all right um seeing that everybody else has joined me i'd like to sneak pretty much up here and look into the next room quietly listening and looking for anybody else that might be here Okay, so you go into the next room, uh, and this is uh, kind of an open space. Uh, you know, it's a, um, you know, does look sort of like a, um, I don't know how to describe it. Sort of like a, like you said, like a plaza, but it's uh, it's all interior space, uh, very open concept, sort of uh, uh, definitely set up for you know, entertaining large groups of people. Um, most of the stuff that you see, uh, curtains, uh, wall hangings, that sort of thing has been torn down, uh, maybe ravaged by a fire. Um, but it looks uh, like it's been gone through um, more than once. Um, and, uh you know, it's obviously was a very nice place at one point in time, uh, and the the structure is undamaged. Some of the 
windows have been knocked out. Um, all you can really hear is the sound of rain coming in through these broken windows. Um, occasionally you, you know, hear a gust of wind, but it seems very quiet um, from what you can tell here. So in this next room, it looks like there are stairs. Is this kind of like a split or is that actually like two floors? Uh, yeah, there are stairs that go up here as well. Um, and then there are stairs that go down to kind of like a, a lower level sort of, uh, you know, open space. I'll look back at Tris. What do you think? Does she hear you? I think we go on. On to get the glass or exploring the house? Explore the house. Okay. Well, then I'll just move, move along the wall then, and I guess go down those stairs. Okay. I mean, can I see all the way across? Uh, yes. So you see stairs on the other side of this open space. Um, and to your right, um, uh, you, you see that this is kind of like a, you know, multi-level sort of, I don't know what you would call it, a ballroom sort of space or something. Obviously people can be down below, um, you know, being entertained, uh, people can be up above. Um, and so you know, it's it's a multi-level sort of open air kind of space for what you can tell entertaining. But again, most of the furnishings and that sort of thing have been stripped out of here. So it's hard to tell what it was used for. Yeah, and I'm, I'm not really worried so much about that. I mean, if something shiny jumps out of me, I mean, pretty much I just want to sneak across the room. I yeah, can... yeah, totally can. I mean, it is very open, uh, not... Uh, a lot of places to hide except behind a couple of the support columns perhaps, but um, you haven't heard any noise or anything since you've been in here other than that, the sounds of nature. Mm. Okay. Well, this room pretty much looks abandoned. Let's sneak over this way. All right. So you go up and to your right there is a kind of an entrance into a long hallway. And this definitely feels more like a living space. Um, not quite as fancy, you know, nice hardwood floors, um, but definitely more of a homey enclosed rooms. Um, and, you know, you can see bits of furniture and clothing and stuff uh, in some of the rooms. Uh, if you were to walk along this hallway, you can see the room across from you. Um. <clears throat> okay. Well, I mean, I'll peer up and down that hall. Okay. If I don't see anything, I mean, do I mean, keep making perception rolls or? Uh, you can. Um, you see a tower down at the end of this hallway. Um, you know, that you noticed as you walked up, uh, but it's, it's quiet, uh, definitely not a lot going on. Um, you know, it, it, it could make a fairly decent base for someone or something. Uh, but there are lots of houses like this 
scattered throughout this part of town. So this is, you know, nothing really out of the ordinary. And, you know, it looks like it's been, you know, fairly well stripped of anything valuable. All right. I'll sneak around the corner and look in that. Basically, I'm looking for people. Yeah, signs of habitation or something. Gotcha. You know, if we put a stage downstairs. <laughs> I mean, it's a, it's kind of a cool, uh, cool house, but with most of the, um, you know, upper crust of uh, Vadrigan society gone, uh, there are quite a few places like this that are, you know, mostly abandoned, but it's worth checking out. All right. So do I see anything in the bottom room? Uh, you do not see anything. No signs of recent life. So I'll just turn to Triss and shrug. This place seems abandoned. Let's check the hall out. Mm. So, I mean, <laughs> pretty much I'm just going to just quietly walk down the hall, stopping and just looking in each room to see if there's somebody in there or anything that would be interesting. Okay. And then I just move on as quietly as I can. All right. And I just follow. Okay. So you're peeking in all the rooms. Um, you know, there's, uh, you know, like a study and there are kitchens up ahead. Uh, there's the tower up ahead, you know, um, it definitely feels like the place is set up for, you know, entertaining again. I mean, everything seems to be um, kind of built around that. So whoever this uh, stake worth people uh, were or are, um, they definitely modeled their home around uh, entertaining people. Um, but you don't see anything. Um really of any value or any uh, concern to you. It's very quiet, very empty. Okay, so it looks like in that last room, so the, the floor of the tower, I assume that's open and I can see the, the stairs there. Yep. And then if I look into that room on the side, is that stairs up and stairs down? Yeah, yep. Hmm appears to be a basement or cellar. The rooftop would be great for our show, don't you think, Ilar? This place is magnificent. We could turn this into a great hall of song. We could have an acting troupe. We could make they could be moving ama- around through the crowd. It could be a the crowd could be part of the performance. Ah, yes, it could be a school. We could call it fame. <laughs> Uh, (laughs) you're dating yourself on that one (laughs) I mean yeah haven't we already though yeah yeah. (laughs) I think he wants to live forever (laughs) okay so (laughs) what do you think Tris I I think we should just go and get the glass now we can keep a lookout while Brokos brings it down all right. Well, I will head to the tower because the upstairs is all also one 
interconnected level, right? As best we can tell. Could you get uh, closer to the mic, Don? I could. Yeah, that sounds Hello? so much better. Yeah. Mm. Um. Okay. <laughs> so you uh, you noticed on your way up that there is a kind of a separation in the structure. Like this wing has a second floor. Um, the middle section uh, did not. It was just kind of an open sort of entertainment space. And then the, the entryway had a second floor. So they're kind of separate. You don't think you can get um, from this side to the glass side without going traversing the damaged stairway, basically. Are there any planks or other things that we could use to uh, bridge the gap? Uh, most of that has been stripped. Um, you know, you saw the garden shed that, uh, uh, Sten had mentioned, he had mentioned this garden shed that, uh, they basically stripped it down to the framing. Um, and, uh, so that's, that's kind of what his, his crew and the others that, uh, Freya, uh, oversees have been doing. Brookos, can you form yourself into planks? <laughs> oof, oof. <laughs> you sound like looking, Tris now. Looking defeated again, of course. <laughs> uh, so, uh, so I mean, you you definitely could try to pry up some of the the wood flooring, and and some of those planks might be sturdy enough to uh, get you across if you wanted to. <sighs> yes, I suppose I look like that. <laughs> I was trying to be more like King Kong-ish, you know, gorilla-ish, but... Just much smaller. <laughs> An orangutan. <laughs> Probably fits more. <laughs> uh, wow. Yeah. This is going to be a, like uh, a Zoom commercial. I've got a whole bunch of images of a whole bunch of animals. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to use them, I know. Well, okay, do... do uh, I'm sorry. Could you reiterate that? So the, you said there's so there's two separate second floors, is what you're saying? Yeah, yeah. Kind of separated by that uh, middle open entertaining space, I think. Okay. So do we want to even check out the second floor? Or we just want to just go over there. So it's what do you want to do? Do you want to get the glass and get back, or do you want to see about opening this school? <laughs> well, I, um, given the fact that it's raining right now, I'm not in a terrible hurry to go back out into the streets carting panes of glass. I did not realize bugbears were allergic to the rain. <laughs> Have you smelled wet bugbear? Frequently. And I, and I just go, <laughs> ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> There. Okay. <laughs> Roko says he's ready to go. <laughs> Monkey's agitated. Fine. Let's go. And just, I'll just stalk unceremoniously back to the other side. <laughs> All right. So, got a grumpy, wet bugbear <laughs> heading back and a monkey. A tired monkey who hasn't slept for, you know, tired monkey. <laughs> 24 hours. <laughs> Uh, so you guys get back to the stairs. It's really only, uh, you know, a, a few feet of missing space. Uh, you could inspect it and see how secure the stairs are and get a better, um, idea of how 
close to the edge you can get before it starts getting uh, unsafe. Is there beams and stuff to climb? I mean, um, not not a lot. Um, I mean, you could definitely roll for it since you're in monkey form, and uh, to for. But uh, should we do that? like athletics check or? Yeah, like an athletics check would be fine. Yeah, that'd be a twenty-one. Twenty-one. Wow. Okay. And my climb speed is the same as is you know obviously I have climbing as a as the same speed as my walking. So. All right. So I'll say that uh, along the left side, there's uh, still a kind of a, a bit of the stairs that's still attached and intact. And you kind of overhand are able to climb up the edge of the stairs. And uh, once you get past the damage section, you're able to pull yourself up onto the stairway itself. And uh, definitely took a lot of uh, strength and uh, um, you're kind of looking back at everyone else like, what are you waiting for? Just do what I did. Good job, Brokos. I, I always how. said you were a clever little monkey. <laughs> Wondering how we will get the glass up Show and my teeth. Smiling. I'll follow, I'll follow after him with the 15 <laughs> athletics. 15 athletics? All right. So you start to uh, climb along the edge um, and... As you're climbing along, it starts to crumble underneath your hands um, and starts to uh, collapse that little section that he used. Can I grab and, for him? Uh, you could try to grab for him. You want me to do that? Do I need to make a save or something, or what do you want me to do? Um, like a dexterity. Um, uh, actually, both of you. Why don't you roll dexterity? Yeah. So that's a... Uh... 17 for Dex. 18 for me. Nice. So as that section starts to crumble and uh, um, Kragar uh, shouts out to you, monkey. Um, <laughs> monkey. <laughs> monkey. <laughs> I am still you, uh, Brokos. <laughs> managed to hold on to uh, the side of the, the, the railing above you. Uh, with your back foot and extend your body just as Kragar, you know, lunges towards you with his free hand and you catch him and manage to swing him up onto the stairs next to you. I'll so, grab something with my foot, actually, because, you know. Yeah, yep. Yeah, that's what I said, or what I meant, anyway. And, okay, and I'll pull him up. So two of you are past the damage section, but that little uh, side part is now uh, no more. It looks like you're going to have to jump for it. <laughs> Who are you talking to? I'm not going up there. <laughs> if, I thought um, the monkey was going to get the glass. Yeah, I'll, I'll point to the... You probably have some rope on you, Craigar, I'm guessing. Of course I do. If I point to your rope and I'll like make a suggestion of me climbing up there and then lowering the glass perhaps, or I'll go get the glass and maybe bring it to you and you can lower it. You know, I'm trying to do the best chimpanzee charade as possible. You do you want me to roll to... for a performance, Jerry? <laughs> <laughs> it might be fun, but uh, no, I think I think you described it well enough. I think he wants me to snare him in the rope. Mm. <laughs> Tie him up in the rope. So it's uh, it's almost like uh, so that whole roof 
is has glass in it and we can see it from here uh yeah yep panes of glass uh you know kind of fitted in it's not like a solid surface of glass but yeah. uh am know, i able to climb up there somehow or you know now that you um i i would say you'd have to climb the rest of the stairs and get on the the second floor and kind okay. of uh, scope it out a little bit. But if you do that, you get up there, you see that uh, there are some of the, you know, furnishings and things that you would expect in the lower level that have been stripped out are, are still here, you okay. know, like other people have seen the damaged uh, stairway and just thought it wasn't worth it. Um, so, there are some drapes, uh, some wall hangings and that sort of thing that looks sturdy enough that you feel like you could climb and get to the ceiling. Um, you also notice that there is a uh, kind of a, a ladder, uh, exterior ladder outside of one of the windows um, that looks like it goes up on the roof from the ah. outside. So you managed to see that. From the outside, the ladders on the outside? Yeah, yeah. Is it attached to the house then? Uh, it looks to be attached to the exterior of the, of the house. Okay, so um, I'll go down the stairs then. As you are turning to leave, mm. you hear this uh, strange noise, okay. strange to your monkey ears, sort of a clattering, clanking sound, and you turn around, and there are niches in the wall, and out of these niches, you see uh, some movement. Mm. I'll make I'll, I'll make a alarmed monkey sound. <laughs> can you can you do it? Bad? Um, yeah, do it. That was good. Yeah, <laughs> better than I expected. Yeah, honestly. actually, I've been maybe working on them. <laughs> <laughs> we have a lot of downtime now, so yes. yeah. We're up in our game a little bit here. Testing it on the dog to see what kind of response <laughs> I get. <laughs> uh, so it looks like there are, um, uh, you look in one, uh, the corner where the noise is coming from is uh, kind of across from you. But you turn and you see uh, behind you uh, in another niche in the wall, um, uh, you see that there's like a, a gaping hole in the wall and there's like uh, pieces of armor strewn about uh, the floor and uh, in your monkey brain mm -hmm. you get this image of someone in armor uh, kind of stomping around like full plate armor stomping around and that's that's like the noise that you hear and as the noise continues you see actual plate armor come stomping out of this niche in the opposite corner. Okay. Uh, so do I see this also? Uh, you don't see it if you're still on the stairs, but you definitely hear it. Well, no, I, I came up to this 
the second oh, did you? floor, you know, basically leaped over the hole and then kind of climbed up. And I was expecting Tris to join me. And now she's like at the base of the stairs, like saying no. Yeah. Um, you could try to lower a rope to her. Um, but if you went up to the top of the stairs, uh, yes, you would see a suit of armor come clattering and clanking out of the far corner. And I'm not sure you guys know what ape alert sounds like, but you just heard it. (laughs) All right. So, I mean, I'll, I'll turn to Tris and say, Broco says he's having fun. (laughs) He's, he's really enjoying this. (laughs) I'll I'll shout something useful such as there's danger and then draw weapons and. All right. Well, let's, uh, let's roll some initiative. Yeah. It'd be fun. And nothing has changed with our uh, distance recording uh, because I'm still rolling terribly. And wait, I'm going to pawn upside down. Let's see here. There you go. It's bothering me. I have to rearrange a couple of things and... Yeah, I do not understand. Oh, there we go. Okay. Do you see it? Yeah. But we're downstairs, so I'll move off the map. So I'm going to use my range attack to throw poo. <laughs> I, really, I was hoping I really that would, have, that I would come up. I have a range attack to throw things, but I'm not going to throw poo. Not a second <laughs> level. I, I think that's something higher level. Uh, that's awesome. <laughs> that is awesome. Um, okay, so uh, this is kind of what you see. You're in this room that's uh, roughly like, what is that? Like 25 feet by 25 feet. Uh, um, and it looks like it's very decorated, uh, you know, lots of brocade and uh, velvet uh, tapestries and hangings on the wall and uh, suits of armor in all four corners. And one of them is now clattering its way towards you. Did you want initiative? Because I didn't see that up. Yes. Yeah, I'm still trying to figure out what I'm, what I'm doing here. And... Uh, let's see if I can get you all added. Uh, I got two of you added. Not the right two either. Okay, there we go. Um, and the armor got an eight. Alar, did you roll? Yep, I'm a 17. I'll just enter that for you. Okay, thank you. Kragar? I got 17 also. All right. And that is our order. We've got... Kragar and Alar at the top of the round with 17s. So you guys can decide who goes first, unless you want to fall back to who's got the better decks. Oh, Kragar, you go ahead. All right. Um, I'm going to assume this thing is hostile and circle it so I can basically get a flank on him. 
Alrighty. I'm just gonna run around to the side, draw my weapons, and then that gives me advantage because I have. And you get to use your sneak attack because you're someone else is on him. Yeah. Monkey Brokos is on the other side. Monkey Brokos. All right, so I rolled poorly on my first attack. That is only going to be a 14 on the first attack. 14, that will not hit. Okay, then I will roll my second attack. And 16. 16, also a miss. No. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it is now Alar's turn. And Alar, you hear shouts and this clattering noise coming down the stairs. What are you going to do? I am going to use Bardic Inspiration to uh, encourage uh, Brokos. Very nice. It's a D6, right? I give you a D6. That's right. I don't have a little song written for you just yet. Okay. So that happens and Brokos, you get the benefit of that. Triss, you are next with a 16. So Triss is going to try and get up the stairs to help. So is that, you said a strengths or athletics, athletics check? Is athletics. That- yeah. yeah. 20. Wow. Good job. Um, So yeah, you just leap over it. You hear the chaos going on upstairs and you come rushing up and make the leap, no problems, and uh, go rushing up the stairs. So where can I get to? Can I get like here or? Uh, Yeah. Let's see. Yeah, that looks about right. I think you can maybe move one square more. Here? Sure. And then I can attack? Uh, go for it. All right. Attack away. Uh, that is... Oh. I don't know why it wasn't working as I'm trying to use the wrong things. Oh. Okay. My, uh, my D20 just... I mean, my D&D Beyond just froze. Oh, no. So I can't see what I add. Well... Your attack would be plus five, I think. If your strength yeah. is a plus three? No, my strength is plus two, so 14. Yeah, so is it plus, plus four? four? Yep. Okay, so 14? Uh, 14, that does not hit. Okay. But you're in the zone now and able to help out. Um, anything else from you? Uh, no, that's that's all for now. Okay, Monkey Brokos. Upon my chest, <laughs> I get two okay. fist attacks. So uh, that is a 21. That is a hit. I, I used your uh, D6 already on that because I wouldn't have hit. Already, wow. Yeah, okay. well, because I wouldn't have hit, I don't think. Yep. And that is eight points of damage. Nice. <clears throat> and then I'll come back with him in a second. My a second fist and that is a 19 plus uh, 5, so that is a 24 to hit. That is also a hit. Right? And that is 6 points of damage. So, oof, oof. 
monkey battering away at this armor, leaving dents in it, and it just kind of like clatters around, and you can definitely see where your little fists uh, left their impact. Little fists, really? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Something about Bjorn just carrying over now, right? Uh, If you're going to be a monkey. I have the biggest fists. Okay. Uh, Biggest fists. <laughs> the best fists out there. The best, the best. Uh, okay, so you're huge, enormous. No problems yep. in that regard no at problems. all. No one's ever complained. No complaints. No. Your small monkey fists, and uh, so you managed to put some massive dents in this armor, um, and it's now the armor's turn. And uh, oh man, I totally forgot what it even does. Um, because I'm so uh, wound up. We can up just skip this. it, Jerry. It's fine. It has a, re- a retreat action. Like last battle. <laughs> just, I don't get, even get to go. But Discorporate. It can just fall apart into its component parts, right? Uh, yep. Uh, so it uh, has a slam attack. Okay, cool. And it's going to uh, try to get the monkey, I'm guessing. Just gonna get the monkey off its back. Get the uh, monkey off its back. So that's an eighteen yeah, on the first take one. Take much to my monkey. And an eleven on the second one. Uh, nope. Second one does not hit. Second one does not hit. Okay. So um, it's gonna do five damage to you, monkey Brokos. And he's got more hit points than me. So, but I'll count him here. Oh, okay. Because the monkey has more hit points than. Brokos. So, all right. Whoops, I did not do what I thought it would do. Let's see. There um, we go. Yeah, I'm going to add them because he's actually got. I'll I'll do it on his side because he actually has more hit points. So I count the hit points of my actual creature, not me. There. Okay. Cool. Yeah, I'll let you handle that then. Yep. Cool. Um. All right. And second attack was a miss. And it is now Kragar's turn again. All right, so I'm going to step over to give Triss advantage. And I will try to hit it with my rapier. Ooh, and there's a natty 20 with my advantage roll. Wow. Well, it's still not, I mean, it's not going to be super impressive here. So I do get my sneak attack, though. Yeah. Well, that's pretty good. That's 20 points of damage. Dang. And you roll, you make sure you re you're rolling your sneak attack twice, right? For damage. All dice you roll twice. No, for, I did not for roll crit. A sneak, yeah. a sneak damage. So it's twice. a one D six sneak attack is I think second level. So you always any dice in D and D it's a little bit different Pathfinder. You roll all your dice twice. Any dice damage is rolled twice for any crit. Mm, are you sure about that? Yes. <laughs> the monkey knows. Any damage dice you do in D and D that you do a crit is rolled twice, including would be like uh, any kind of uh, sneak attack damage or any kind of like hunter's mark damage. Anything of that would be rolled twice. Why are you turning down extra dice? Because I, I don't think that sounds right. Well, but, it's right. Um, I would trust him. He's the 5e expert. That'll be another six points of damage because they're all the same. Nice. All right. So that 
does something a little bit different. And uh, as you attack Kragar, your rapier goes in and manages to puncture this uh, armor in a particularly weak spot. And as you uh, try to pull your rapier out, it just kind of like rips that piece of armor off and the whole thing comes clattering to the ground and is no more. So it says... It does say, roll all of the attacks damage dice twice and add them together. There it is. Yeah. Makes sense. Works for me. Uh, Pathfinder isn't so lenient. Uh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's definitely true. Everything in 5e is meant for ease right. of memory. Um, Benefits the players. Yeah. So as that one comes clattering to the ground, you start to hear uh, more noise coming from one of the other Uh niches. And another one steps out, clank, clank, uh, towards Triss. Um, But it's Alar's turn now. Okay, well, as my bonus action, I'm going to sing Triss's song and grant her inspiration. Triss, the mighty, she's so fighty. (laughs) And I'm going to make an athletics check and try to leap up the stairs. And I fail. I meant to do that, though. (laughs) So you're still singing. I get my song off, yeah. (laughs) When you fall. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) It's Uh, a cool acoustic effect. Yeah. Uh, only the masters can really pull it off. Works so much better when the pyrotechnics are working. (laughs) (laughs) This is where you'd have a wardrobe change down uh, Uh the stage. Yeah, I get it. (laughs) So what did you actually roll? Uh, I got, uh, so five, it'd be a seven total. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. That's a, that's a failure. Mm -hmm. So you come stumbling up the stairs and, uh, I won't say that you uh, do any damage to yourself, but you definitely fall and have to catch yourself before you um, go tumbling over the edge. That was just a practice one. Yeah, (laughs) Just to warm up. Is a monkey eye roll a free action? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Nobody saw that. You're all engaged. Nobody (laughs) saw that. So you say. The song just cuts off abruptly with a whoa. (laughs) (laughs) You see his head and then he drops out of sight. Uh, it's mane of golden hair and disappears. Uh, Triss, it's now your turn, and this thing came clattering up behind you now, and the one in front of you just just was dropped by a Kragar. So you can use the D6 after you make your attack roll. Um, you can save it for 10 minutes, so you don't have to use it right away. Okay, so I can roll the attack, and if I don't hit, then I can, like, add, uh, I can roll the you don't 6. Get- you don't get to know whether it hits or not, but after okay. you roll the d20, if it looks lousy to you, you can add it. Correct. Okay. So I will spin around and attack. But that's a 20. There you I go. Wow. Gotta... Yay. You're okay. welcome. <clears throat> so now I just roll my damage. Yep. Mm-hmm. Double damage for the dice. Okay. All the dice. Ooh, and that's an eight. That's that's the max that I get on that. And a six, so that's 14 plus four is 18 damage. Nice. Wow. 
Well, that hurts. You spin around and take a swipe at this clattering uh, mass of armor behind you and manage to knock a little piece of it off and uh, cut through one of the buckles and it now looks like um, one of its arms isn't quite functioning like it was before. Okay, then I'm going to use my bonus action to attack with my other hand, the short sword in the other hand. And I'm going to use my dice to add to that roll. Okay. Which gives me um oh, well, altogether that would be a 18, 22. 22, that is a hit. Okay. And then that one's only D6. Oh. Um, that's three damage. Three damage. Well, that's something. So you see it's one arm is still flailing around as this uh, buckle that you cut through um, is uh, causing it some problems and you uh, have done some serious damage to it and it's now Brokos' turn. Would the DM allow me to get here or is there not enough space? Uh, I'd say so, especially in your uh, monkey form. All right, that I will do then. Uh, that is a natty 20 on my advantage. Wow, wow, wow. And that is going to be 13 points of damage. All right. So as this animated armor is flailing around after Triss's attack, uh, Brokos comes up behind it and just starts battering it with his fists, this giant monkey fists, and comes crashing down to the ground under a hail of blows and is no more. Mm. Good job, team. And I do like a orangutan clap over my head. (laughs) (laughs) So you guys are uh, celebrating. What is the movie with Clint Eastwood and uh, nothing? Is it uh, Every Which Way But Every Which Way? Me and you, Aylar. That's that's an awesome visual. <laughs> but uh, as you guys are celebrating, you hear more clanking coming from this other corner. Oh my goodness! And another uh, suit of armor comes forward. Jerry's really learned from his uh, last yeah. <laughs> My past I mean, mistakes. I get two fist attacks, Jerry. Yeah, yeah. Is it, is it, or is that post six seconds? Uh, no, I mean, I, I would let you uh, okay. because it's, so one, as soon as one drops, the other, other, the next one okay. gets I was going to, so, you know, happy if I could have. Actually, I would have gone here. Hmm. Well, I mean, but it wouldn't have moved out until its turn, though. Aha! Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, that's a good uh-huh. point. Say, is it a... Yeah, that, Go is, ahead. that is a good point. I, I rolled an Addy 20 again, but I, I, I want to fight <laughs> longer. I want Alar uh, to have a chance here, so go ahead. No, it's... <laughs> I'm okay that. Go ahead. No, 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 no. You do you. Uh, Alar's still stuck on first floor, which is... I... I think I may remain there, yeah. So it uh, it does move out now, and it okay. is going to go for uh, Kragar, 
uh, who was the first person line of sight. And um, that is going to be a 16 that on the first attack. That yes. is a hit. Yes. And um, an 18 on the second attack. And that is six damage, first attack. And whoa, max, almost max damage. Um, uh, eight on the next attack. So six and eight, that's 14. Yes, that leaves me with one hit point. Oh. Ouch. Ouch. Wow. Yeah, you are seriously injured now. Come on, Jerry. Uh, We're only second level. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it's your turn, Kragar. Top of the round, this uh, other suit came clattering out uh, from the corner. And uh, now you get some revenge. Um, I, okay. <laughs> I mean, I don't see much of a choice. I, there's no place to run. So Yeah. You can just engage. point wisely. <laughs> you can disengage as a bonus action technique. So you can hit, then disengage in your bonus action. Yeah, that's a good point. Oh, with my new yeah. cunning yeah. thing. You got it, man. Do it. Oh, cunning action. Hit and fade. Neat. I will do fade. that. So I will attack it once. So that will be a 20 to hit it. That is a hit. Um, for 10 damage. Wow. And then I will disengage, so that so I can basically move my whatever full your movement you have left, which is your full movement. So, yeah, and get out of there. That's sweet. I'll get. I will run back behind Triss. Oh, <laughs> help me! Uh, okay, so that was nicely done. Um, Alar, your turn. Okay. Speaking of nicely done things, hush. Since no one is looking, I'm going to try to <laughs> leap again. Okay. Nope. That's a six. That's worse than last time. It's in your head now. You, you it's kind of like running get up, out the wall of my head. Falling, yeah. up on the wall and falling. Perhaps you should get, should, should get let, you know, let go of your instrument before you... Never! <laughs> uh, okay, you well... Self-bardic inspiration so you can maybe... No, you can't. You cannot, <laughs> you can't. actually. Um... My uh, my overconfidence usually wins out, but this time, no. Okay, I will. Uh, I will give my last bardic inspiration to Triss again. All right, she may need it. So she has bardic inspiration again, and it is her turn. All right, so I will step forward and attack. Ooh, all right. I'm gonna add six. So that's seven plus 12 plus 16. Uh, 16 total? Yes. That is a miss. Mm. Uh, all right. I can still use my bonus action though, right? Uh, yep. Okay. Uh, I'm going to try my bonus action. And that is a miss. Um, I'm going to use my... Um, what is it called? Action surge. Action surge. Yes, I'm going to use my yeah. action surge. So I'm going to take an additional action, which is going to be to attack. That is a 22. That nice. is a hit. Okay, and so that is the eight. 
So that is seven damage. Not bad. Do I get a second bonus action with the action surge? No, you only get one bonus action okay. per turn. Okay. Then that is... When you get oh. two attacks, though, you get two more attacks. Sweet. Oh. Yeah, that'll be nice. Um, so, you did do some damage to it, and it looks like it is uh, rattling around a little bit uh, louder than it was before. And Brokos, your turn. All right. I will come barreling there behind him. Get advantage. So you have advantage now with Triss. Uh, so that's a 24 to hit. That is a hit. And that's only four points of damage. And then my second fist will come in. And that is a... Nope, that doesn't hit with a 15. Uh, nope. So you come flying in and start swinging and do a little bit more damage. And now it is its turn, and I'm gonna I'm gonna see what it would do. Um, it's actually gonna turn and attack you, Brokos, since you came flying in and uh, hit it with a little fist. I mean, a large fist. Yeah. And it's an going... absolutely normally sized fist. <laughs> Normal for a chimpanzee. Uh, that is a 21 on the first attack. And an 11 on the second attack. First attack hits, 11, 11 does not. All righty. What am I looking for here? That is seven damage to you, Brokos. Right. All right. I put it in there, so sorry. I should have let you do right. it. Um, and that's its turn. We're back to the top of the round with Kragar, who is reeling from his injuries and uh, out of the fight currently. Uh, well, I'm going to move up behind Triss and use my super reachy arms to oh, attack nice. through her. Very nice. Using her as a meat shield. <laughs> Taking advantage of the the uh, to get advantage on the attack though. Uh, Fourteen on the first one. Uh, nope. And twenty four on the second one. Uh, that is a hit. Oh, that is only going to be six damage. Six damage. All right. Well, let's see what we have left here. You get your sneak attack on that. Yeah, I roll okay. minimum. <laughs> okay. So it is very, very, very much uh, looks like it's breaking apart, um, rattling around a lot. Some of the straps and buckles are coming loose uh, from the combat and uh, looks like it's barely being held together, but uh, still hanging on. And anything else from you, Craigar? Nope, that's it. Alar. Get a running start this time, Alar. <laughs> <laughs> Quiet in the peanut gallery. Okay. That's an 18. <laughs> okay. He comes soaring up and it looks so graceful. Like Looking for applause, I'm sure. Yeah. He does a little <laughs> bow at the top. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> uh, That's you... how you ascend a flight of stairs. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't hear the oof the first yeah, two times. The first two times, yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. 
but I can't move up next to it. Uh, I think you could get up to Broco's, couldn't you? Just one. Yeah, I mean, if you're on the other stairs, you'd have thirty. You have thirty foot, right? Okay. Yeah. So then I will move up there and attempt to pierce the foul creature with my rapier. All right, let's do it. And that would be 18. That is a hit. And that is 11 points of damage. And it goes clattering to the ground in a heap before your mighty rapier blade. I saved the day. You're just encouraging him now. (laughs) You're welcome. You're welcome. That is exactly the way you want every fight to go. Absolutely. (laughs) I come in at the end. No danger to me. One swing, dead. (laughs) (laughs) Then you're looking at them and they're all tired and beat up. What's your problem? No, uh, that's it. And you're out of uh, animated suits of armor. uh, So I think you've pretty much uh, silenced everything here now. Where did Kragar go? He's right uh, only down to one hit point, I know. Maybe he's... He must have passed out. <laughs> <laughs> Blood he's unconscious. Uh, so, Kragar left us. We just see a blank screen now on Zoom. <laughs> We're going to have to do a makeshift memorial for him here. Um, but, uh, yeah, good job, guys. Uh, you can search this. They're, they're obviously bits of metal that uh, might be useful could be repurposed for um armor you know for someone else i will uh i will come out of my monkey mode all right so you're switching back yep and so that gives me now i go back to full health because that's how awesome it is awesome um that's ridiculous Yep. So if I get killed in my whatever I'm in, when I get I go back up to being whatever my druid hit points are. Huh. Uh, so that's awesome. Yeah, wait until I'm an elemental. Um, so I'm awesome. going to go then cure wounds on the rogue. You look you. tired. So that's uh, eleven points of eleven hit points back. Nice. That's got to feel good. Um, and then so, I say, "There's a ladder outside to get to the glass." <laughs> it's a freaking ladder! I'm to over there. all time, but no one understands monkey. Uh, so yes, there is a ladder, and I realize now that my map doesn't make a whole lot of sense because this whole uh, thing no. is enclosed on a second story. But you know, yeah, you, you do what you can, and yeah. you guys use your imagination well. So, um, but uh, there is a ladder. And we'll just say that you guys climb the ladder. It's fine. And you manage to remove uh, um, all the panes of glass. Uh, And we'll say that there are, I don't know how many you want to actually grab, but um, we'll say there's uh, one for each uh, five-foot square on this map. So that's, what, 25 panes of glass? Probably... Um well, does it really heavy around the room, or is it just on one side of the building? Uh, what the glass? Or it's on the ceiling, is what? You're yeah, saying. it's on the ceiling. Got it. 
So you said that there was armor that they could scavenge to make something. What kind of armor would it been? Uh, it's like plate. Wow, that's pretty impressive. If a fighter would want that. Um, so is it like a half plate or breastplate or a full plate? A uh, full plate. That's a lot. I mean, it's uh, kind of. Uh, um... It's a little more on the decorative side, mm -hmm. um, and it would have to be repurposed, but uh, definitely could be useful um, for somebody who needs needs full plate, but it would take a little bit of work. Well, perhaps we can take it with us and deck out our fighter. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, definitely the Wolf Canute and crew could... Uh, uh, turn this into something useful for one of you if uh, you wanted that. I mean, if it is not too heavy for us to carry back, I don't want to damage this glass. Yeah, we don't want to carry it on top of the glass. So, but we I, can come back. I can haul it in a sack. Okay. So we'll say you take some choice bits and one one way or another, Either you pad the glass down or wrap it with something, um, find something else to uh, uh, protect it. Um, the big thing is probably going to be the weight. So you might need uh, Brokos to do his mule mule trick. Or a horse. I'll just do a full-size horse. Do you have to rest again before that? I get two of them before ah. a short or long rest. So Okay. Okay. I have I have a surprising ability to carry large amounts of weight. Oh, nice. Okay. The bugbear feature is I count as large when determining my carrying capacity and weight you can oh, push, yeah. drag, or lift. Cool. So we'll say that Kragar can basically load up all the armor, and uh, he's able to haul that back himself. And uh, you are going to turn into a horse and pull the cart? Yeah. Yep. Nice. And if you want to, if you want to get on the the back of uh, on my back, uh, Alar, and kind of wave to everybody who looks, you know, you're more than welcome. You don't need to tell me twice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know how you wave. Yep. Parade wave. <laughs> parade wave. <laughs> nice. I'll do the kind of the Lipizzar kind of dance, oh, gallop. Nice. You know? <laughs> oh man. <laughs> It's going to be Make quite a show. Good, hey, <laughs> I've been taught to perform by, by Alar. <laughs> no matter what form I'm in. Nice. Um, well, you guys have, uh, you know, made it. You got the glass. And uh, we'll say that you are able to make a very showy display in the sleet and the rain as you prance through With nobody out the town yeah, <laughs> nobody no one's out. out but you you definitely feel eyes of people from uh, watching you from the buildings as you pass by so i'm still gonna be waving <laughs> it's quite a show um but we'll say that you make it uh, safely back to uh the road that leads up to the flossdale manor and uh we'll call it uh an episode there. All right. All right. Okay. Good. Uh, good fight. That was, that was yeah. That was a lot cool. more challenging, wasn't it? Yeah. When Krager doesn't just kill everything right away, it gives you guys something to do too. And well, it was close. most of you, you. You massacred that hush. 
<laughs> I was doing a lot for the party. You were actually I was in this song. Mm. Yes. Exactly. You got a song. Sure. So. Uh, yeah. No, that, that was cool. Uh, the Bardic Inspiration is really nice, actually. Yep. Especially, you know, since you couldn't make it up the stairs. I mean, it was still useful. I and... chose not to yeah. go up the stairs right away. <laughs> it, it gives you, it gets more powerful as time goes on. Yeah. yeah. Goes to a D8 and a, it's, it's going to be a while, but still. This is a, a really cool, fun little party with lots of different skills, which uh, mm-hmm. I think could be exciting going forward. So um, good job, everybody. Craig R. the Destroyer and mm. Triss just soaking up, uh, you know, doing her damage and soaking up some of the hits and everybody's doing their... Doing the monkey it. flinging poo around? Yeah. Yeah, I please mean, don't actually do that. That's already been handy like two or three times now, your transformation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what being a druid's about. <laughs> hey, well, good job, everybody. Um, we will see you next time. Uh, for another wonderful remote episode of Dungeon Patrol. How's that sound? Safe, everybody. Sounds Perfect. good. Yeah. Take care. Bye. Bye-bye. Right. Bye. 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 Thank you for listening. We hope you're enjoying our adventure. To show your support for this podcast, please leave a rating or review on your preferred podcast app. Also, be sure to check us out at DungeonPatrol.com.